Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host Jason Lee with us, and we got a special guest in the building. She's back. She just reminded me that she had her uh, her HU bag <laughs> H-U? outside that she didn't bring in. You know, uh, and I'm so glad you had you brought your uh, Hampton University bag with you today. Oh, we have Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. Welcome. Good Thank morning. You. Good morning, Dr. Good Alfie. Morning. Thank you for having me. How you feeling? I'm good. Fresh uh, what off. Is, what did Shar say? Blessed Black and Highly Favored. There you go. Blessed Black and Highly Favored. We fresh off the third annual Mental uh, Wealth Expo. How did that go? Oh, my God. Acting like I wasn't there, but. (laughs) It was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the highlights for me was at the end when you took the video of all the people out in the audience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just felt like the energy was really there for those thousands of people who showed up to get some healing and get some positive energy from you and all your celebrity friends and the influencers and um, just so many good words. Uh, Michelle Williams' words stand out to me a lot. Uh, She was just phenomenal. So I think it was 
highly successful each year gets bigger and better and it was a joy and an honor to be there now let's talk about the the, the weather too because the weather was disgusting and people <laughs> still showed up in that they weather did. that shows how much people really needed it and wanted it they need it they want it I think everybody appreciates Shar as a black man coming out and talking about his own mental health mm-hmm. and his own journey and having people like Carson Daly I don't want to name check everybody but you know uh, Tamika Mallory mm-hmm. all these amazing people from all these different walks of life talking about their mental health and like just uplifting it and being open and transparent, mm-hmm. you know, so the people really came out to get that learning and that love and they got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say, uh, you know, the thing I love about this event is I want people to come to this event and learn early what I learned late. And yes. I also say, I want this to be the start of somebody's healing journey. So yes. what would be the next steps for, for, for somebody that came out to the mental health? I think first of all, what I was telling a lot of people is you go to the workshops. If you went to the workshops or the breakout mm-hmm. rooms, and if you went to any of the vendors, you already have some ideas about where your journey can go mm-hmm. next, right? So following up with some of those folks, like the Acoma Project was there, the Mental Wealth Alliance had a booth there, Lululemon helped us out a little bit. So following up with those folks that you met, um, who are providers, who run organizations, I think that's the next step is just following up. And, and the other thing I will say is make a commitment, right? Remind yourself that you have the passion, the energy, and you want to keep the momentum going. Because if you don't have the passion and energy and you don't have the investment in taking care of, as you say, your mental wealth, it's not going to go anywhere. You can have the interest, but you really need to be ready to take the next step. So that's what I would tell people to do. Go look these people up, um, find them on the web, uh, take some of the advice, um, things that you learn from some of the people who were on the main stage and really make a concerted effort to act on what you learn every day. See, I'm mm-hmm. disappointed that I wasn't invited to participate. I'm in therapy. I'm happier now. You walked in with a whole light. I mean, <laughs> mental health, the, going through your mental health journey and, and therapy, I, does it just make you a happier person, a lighter person? Because I feel like one of the things that made me a little nervous going down this path was yeah. my career is based on being a little snarky at times and having high opinions and yeah. being critical. But yeah. sometimes now that I'm in my journey, I, I consider, I reconsider what yes. I'm going to say and do because of the work I'm doing. I think it's beautiful. And I do think it helps you maybe not necessarily be happier because, you know, it's not a happy pill. It's not a like a happy trip. It really is about helping you find what's deep down inside of you and bring out the best parts of yourself. And I think sometimes what happens is the best parts of who we are get covered up with so much muck through trauma right, through negative experiences, through watching people in our lives who aren't happy themselves or who aren't, you know, they don't know who they are. And so I think what therapy does is it just brings out what's already down in there. And I think every single one of us has a light in us, but we can't see the light if our mental health is not good. I don't know. What do you think, Shar, about that, about that question? Um, I do think it makes you happier if you do the actual work and you do get to a place of healing. I don't think you're ever completely healed. You know what I mean? And I don't want anybody to think that you're just always naturally happy either. Like, you know, I still deal with bouts of depression all the time. That's right. You know what I mean? So I don't ever want nobody to think that any any of this just is going to automatically correct you. Now we're talking to Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. What do you think about uh, programs like The Breakfast Club or like Jason Lee's Hollywood Unlock? And the reason I ask is you know, sometimes we take somebody's mental breakdown and yeah. we report it and we talk yeah. about it, yeah. which could be traumatizing to the people who it affects and not only that, but their family and, and their friends as well. So when you see the Breakfast Club reporting something or you see Jason Lee reporting something, what do you think about? Well, let's just say when we see Tyrese <laughs> and them go at it, let's use that as. A- <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's all, all, you know, all yeah. of the above. We've been promoted, too. Yeah, because yeah. we, we, we talk about it. We discuss those things. OK, here. y'all, Breakfast Club, we're going to be real. We're going to keep it real. real. Absolutely. I think that, you know, 
everybody's different. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different journey. Everybody has a different mechanism for coping. I personally am a person where I have to try to keep everything around me, the energy positive. It can't always be light, but I'm always trying to seek the light even in the difficulty, right? But that's my journey. For other people, they don't know how to find the light. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They can get stuck and they can get stuck in hearing things about themselves that don't portray them in the best light. Mm-hmm. It can be traumatizing for, you know, I learned this from one of the young people I work work with. Her name is uh, Maeve. Uh, she has volunteered with the Acoma Project. She's a transgender young woman. And listening to her talk about people using what I've learned to call her dead name, her old name, mm-hmm. um, before she like really em- fully embraced who she was, that's traumatizing and that's painful. And so I think what I've learned to do is anytime I'm in the room, I'm gonna do my best to like I always say spread love and light. That That's my goal. That's what I'm put on this earth for. Because maybe I can be a person who in that moment where somebody's feeling beat down or feeling like people are like piling on them. Or, you know, you're never as bad as the worst thing that you've ever done. And we've all done awful stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think what I try to do is help people see, look, people can say those things. I heard a young Van Zandt say this a long time ago, and it really helped me. It's not what people say about you or what they call you. It's what you choose to respond to. Mm-hmm. And I try to carry that with me. So to answer your question directly, I think depending on the person, it can be super traumatizing. Mm-hmm. But I also think that if we can find the strength to, I don't know, go seek out, like we were talking about earlier, therapy or seek out ways of taking care of ourselves and uplifting ourselves, maybe it can make that pain a little less. So I hope I answered the question directly. I think it can be traumatizing for people, but Mm -hmm. everybody needs to find some way to recognize that what people say about you is not the most important thing, is what you think about yourself. Well, and you look at Britney Spears dancing with them little draws and the knives and the dogs running for cover. For us to not comment on it when you're a celebrity putting it out there to millions of people that's what it is if mm-hmm. you don't want us to criticize or have an opinion don't do it it doesn't mean that i'm not doing the work or we're not doing the work it mm-hmm. means like you put this out here for public consumption so you know i think sometimes when the celebrities feel like you know it's capped that we're working on ourselves so we shouldn't have an opinion yeah. well that, but what is that opinion though because if you're doing the work on yourself and you see britney spears with the knives you can look at that and say man something's wrong there yeah you know what i mean you can because <laughs> you did get a wellness check yeah you yeah. can mm-hmm. but also remember Sometimes when you see that stuff, the reason it's out there is because the person isn't well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they yeah. were well, they would never yeah. put that stuff out there. Right. You, like, you know what I mean? Like, And the, having this conversation, there's people that may not be well that watch it and go, oh, well, I'm not well too. Yes. You know what I mean? So th- those conversations are helpful. Yes. Now this weekend was the Mental Wealth Alliance, uh, the expo, yes. uh, that had so many people I seen on the video. I was actually in Alabama and I was so impressed because when I looked on the cameras, I seen the it, it, it seemed like a monsoon in New York and yeah. the amount of people that showed up and showed out to show that that they wanted it. They needed it and, and they respected it. So I appreciate both of you guys for for what you guys have done to help people on their mental journey. You know what I want to talk to you about, Dr. Alfie Brilliant yeah. Noble? You run uh, Mental Wealth Alliance, but you also run the Acoma Project. Yes. So could you tell them? Tell us the mission of the Mental Wealth Alliance as well as the Okoma Project. Absolutely. So I'm going to shout out my uh, senior executive liaison, Lexi Fields, who's in here with me with, up, from Lexi? the Okoma Project. Um, and the Okoma Project is a mental health organization that's founded on three key principles, raising consciousness, empowering people, and changing the system of mental health for youth and young adults of color. What makes us unique is a couple things. One is we are intentional and unapologetic on, about focusing on young people of diverse backgrounds because so much of what we know in the field is, and there's nothing wrong with it. White kids need support too, but that's who we know about in the, in the mental health field. We don't know about 
Arab, meaning kids, African-American and black kids of all the diaspora, right? Because we come from lots of different places, Latino, Latine, Native American, um, AAPI folks. And so what, at the Acoma Project, our goal is to generate research and knowledge. This year, we put out something called the State of Mental Health of Youth of Color, one of the first of its kind reports where our entire sample was kids of color, including kids who identify as multiracial. And so being able to uplift and amplify and help these young people see you need to be centered in these conversations too. Mm -hmm. That's what we're all about. Mm -hmm. And what about the Mental Wealth Alliance? Oh yes, so the Mental Wealth Alliance, we're all about train, treat, and teach, uplifting the mental health and wellness of black folks specifically, because we know, right, there's so many things that impact us uniquely as black people. And the whole goal with the Mental Wealth Alliance is to, again, center those needs, center those those special ways, unique ways of healing and making sure that everybody out there knows, as Char always says, that you need to invest in your mental wealth and to like provide a model and an mm -hmm. image so people can see black men taking care of themselves black women taking care of themselves. Like we have representation from Dr. Lassiter, who's all about the queer community and making sure that black queer people know that they are a part of the conversation too. So the Mental Wealth Alliance is really like a hub to bring all kinds of folks together to help people understand that black folks' mental health needs to be amplified. If I can just go back to the Coma Project, recently we did a, a youth summit in my hometown for about 200 young people, and right Stockdale, at, <laughs> Stockton. Oh, I'm sorry, Stockton. <laughs> Listen, it's a <laughs> yeah, Stockton. It's, somebody else called it Stockholm. We get it, um, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a community with a lot of folks that look like us. Yeah. That you know, there was 200 kids there, and last minute the team put a young white boy up there, mm. and there were three young boys and girls of color and then the white boy. Mm. They gave their experiences with violence, mm. death, drugs, mm. uh, despair. Mm. Then he was like this young savior. And he, I don't even think he knew what mm -hmm. he was doing, but he was saying, my colored colleagues, like he was, this young man was he said that? colored. <laughs> and I'm sitting there facilitating this, trying to be respectful of mm. youth, but also being very present and saying that like our lived experience is very different. Yes. Our lack of resources yes. or even knowing about the resources yes. is different. And then the people in the audience was listening to the young black folks tell their story. Then when it got to white, clapping them on. And I said, there you go, praising him and not really. Mm. And I, I just think it came natural to folks that weren't really understanding. Well, what I walked away with, besides knowing that, like, we're very clear in intention mm -hmm. about who we're targeting, which mm -hmm. is people that look like us. Mm -hmm. How important is it for parents, families, mentors, people like me or us that have audiences um, to promote mental health awareness and access to care for young people? Well, I think a couple of things. One is important for our communities because there's so much trauma and you know what I mean? There's historical trauma. Mm -hmm. There's like lived trauma in the moment. You got intergenerational trauma. And so I think regardless of what your socioeconomic status is, because I want people to be clear. Right. We got a Hampton grad right here. Like you have so much different. Like you all are like in the GED, public eye. So, yeah. That's all right, though. But you're mm -hmm. in the public eye. and You're successful. And so we have so much variability in our communities. And that's part of what I want people to understand is that our experiences are not it's not a monolith. Mm -hmm. We're super diverse. And so for parents and caregivers. Right. Because not everybody who takes care of a child is a biological parent right? you got aunties and uncles and all that kind of stuff who grandparents. Mm -hmm. So for us, I think it is helping our young people understand by modeling, we got to take care of our own mental health to model for our young people that they need to. And even in the absence of that, we have to really be willing to encourage our young people to understand that taking care of your mental health and acknowledging that mental health is a thing and that mental illness is a thing. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you sorry. It, what it really does is it empowers you. Because like I was saying earlier, when you can pull out the best of you 
right? Everybody gets to experience that, but you can't find that if you're not taking care of your mental health. You know, I want to go back to something Jason said about having a white person at an event centered around black people. I don't know if the mental wealth expo was ever centered around just black people because mental health is not just a black or white issue. And I was happy that Carson Daly wanted to be a part of it because number one, it just shows that this is something that we're all dealing with. And I think anybody who has the the issues of anxiety or depression or whatever you're going through, if you can help point us in the direction of more resources, I'm all for it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. And Mm -hmm. I think the other thing about uh, having somebody like Carson there as a big mental health advocate it echoes what you said. It's like it demonstrates to people, to me, that everybody goes through this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also demonstrates to young people that all different kinds of people care about you mm-hmm. and are invested right. in you. Because for so many of our young people, their experience of people who come from outside their community is not one of love and support. Right. Like you think about uh, what they call the school to prison pipeline mm-hmm. for, our, for our young black boys and girls. Right. And so what we need is to see more of people like Carson um, at these kinds of events supporting all different kinds of people so our young people can know if it's a safe adult, if it's a trustworthy adult, I can go to that person and get some help, right? They don't have to look like me. I always say it's not necessarily about a racial match, although that's important in therapy. It's about an empathy match. Mm -hmm. Can you empathize with my experience, right? Can you uplift me without falling into stereotypes or treating me in stereotypical ways? And so having Carson there, I think was was just phenomenal. And I don't want people to think that the Mental Wealth Expo is celebrity driven too. (laughs) The biggest thing that I like having at the Expo is the experts like the Dr. Alfie Breland Mm -hmm. Nobles, because we're not experts. I'm not an expert. Carson Daly's not an expert. Michelle Williams not an expert. We're just people who have experiences and we share our experiences. I loved having Dr. Rita Walker there and Dr. Judah Joseph. Yes. Yeah, Elliot Connie, psychotherapist Elliot Connie. Um, Dr. J. Barnett, Rashawn, Rashawn, yes. you know, so and they, that that black men's panel was phenomenal. Oh, I'm so glad. And uh, my buddy Trent Out Loud from Canada, Trent he was Loud, representing yep. the Canadians, and yep. so you know, Dr. I'm sorry, not Dr. Jason Williams, uh, Jason Phillips. I'm sorry, who was in one of the breakout rooms. Um, I saw Fonz, the therapist, mm-hmm. and they had a picture of the brothers, and he was saying, "Yeah, it's no crabs in a barrel here." I saw it on his Instagram this morning. He was just saying all these brothers out here uplifting and supporting each other, and people don't get to see that, right? Because mm-hmm. there's so. so Fewer men in the mental health space as mental health professionals. And I just want to echo you and give you your flowers because you were clear. Don't just stick the influencers and celebrities up there. I want to see the mental health professionals highlighted, too. And so I'm proud to say that together we were able to put a mental health expert on pretty much every single one of those panels. Right. Because that's important to you. And so we made it happen. That's that's the only thing I want. That's the reason I have the expo so people can come there, hear from the experts and walk away with real resources to get started on their healing journey. Yes, yes, it was awesome. And we appreciate you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Dr. Tell them Alfie where they can uh, do- donate to the Acoma Project and the Mental Wealth Alliance and all yes. that stuff. Yes, so you go to mentalwealthalliance.org, all one word, make sure you say .org, and you go to Acoma Project, A-A-K-O-M-A Project, all one word, .org, and follow us on Instagram, uh, both of the organizations. And please, people, go donate because these organizations can't do the work if they don't have any resources. And thank oh, you all so much for having me. One more question. Yeah. Tomorrow's World Mental Health Day. Yeah. What should people be doing on World Mental Health Day? I think people should do three things. First thing is you got to make a decision that you're ready to take care of your mental health. The mm-hmm. second thing is you got to decide what is your level of motivation to take care of your mental health. Third thing is you got to come up with a plan. So notice I didn't say start with a plan. I said you got to start with where your head and heart are in terms of taking care of yourself. You got to be motivated and then you go get ready to do the work.
Mm, all right. So when we come back, okay. Jason Lee, you got the rumor report. We talk about all that. Now we're about to jump in the rumors. Yeah. Sorry about this. But <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Gates spit in somebody's mouth and it Jesus. has the whole internet in shambles. Oh, well, Ooh. that could be. A, a, no, there was mental health involved with that. It wasn't a treatment. It wasn't. It, does it make him happy? She probably <laughs> needed make it. Him happy? Does it make him happy to make her happy? We don't know. Well, we'll get into it. All okay. right. Well, we'll talk about it next. Thank you so much, Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. It's Thank the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Rumors on the way. Wake that ass up early in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN. 